Today is October the 6th. How long does God's patience last? Let's find out together as we study Hosea in the book of Romans. So, Yesterday we saw how the Lord took the prophet Isaiah and told him, I want you to uh, live a metaphor. The metaphor is Israel has betrayed God. Israel has been unfaithful to God. Illustrate that by marrying a wife who will be unfaithful to you. And so, Hosea marries a prostitute. She gives birth to three children. She goes back to prostitution. Hosea continues to care for his wife, continues to care for his children. But listen to what he says in chapter 2 of the book of Hosea. But now, Bring charges against Israel, your mother. She's no longer my wife. I'm no longer her husband. Hosea speaks about his own wife, Gomer, and about God's wife, Israel. Now, what is it that Gomer did? If we look at verse 5, Their mother is a shameless prostitute, became pregnant in a shameful way. She said, I'll run after other lovers, sell myself to them for food and water, for clothing of wool and linen, for olive oil and drinks. Gomer returned to prostitution. She was probably a temple prostitute. And uh, for whatever reason, she went back to temple prostitution after she had been married to Hosea. In verse 8, she doesn't realize that it was I who gave her everything she has, the grain, the new wine, the olive oil. I even gave her silver and gold, but she gave all my gifts to Baal. Combined with the adultery is idolatry. Gomer, as a temple prostitute, of course, was worshiping Baal, just as Israel chose to worship Baal. So you read on later, and you see the way that Hosea shifts from speaking about Gomer to speaking about Israel. Look at verse 14 and 15. I'll win her back once again. I'll lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her there. I'll return her vineyards to her and transform the valley of trouble, the valley of Achor, into a gateway of hope. She'll give herself to me there as she did long ago when she was young, when I freed her from her captivity in Egypt. As Hosea talks about Gomer, he's speaking also about Israel. How interesting. This this, uh, is an incredible 
twist of poetry. In verse 17, Israel, I'll wipe the many names of Baal from your lips and you'll never mention them again. Israel has succumbed to idolatry. Israel follows Baal. So what did God do? First of all, we notice that even as Israel strayed, God gave and gave and gave. Verse 8, she doesn't realize it was I who gave her everything she has, the grain, the new wine, the olive oil. I even gave her silver and gold. God continued to provide for Israel. But God's patience drew to an end. Starting in verse 9, But now I'll take back the ripened grain and the new wine I generously provided each harvest season. I'll take away the wool and linen clothing I gave her to cover her nakedness. I'll strip her naked in public while all her lovers look on. No one will be able to rescue her from my hands. I'll put an end to her annual festivals, her new moon celebrations, her Sabbath days, with all her appointed festivals. I'll destroy her grapevines and her fig trees, things she claims her lovers gave her. Verse 13, I'll punish her for all those times when she burned incense to her images of Baal when she put on her earrings and jewels and went out to look for her lovers and forgot all about me. God's patience does come to an end. Or perhaps it's not so much his patience that comes to an end, but there comes a time when God allows the effects of sin to take effect. In Romans chapter 1, Paul describes this very uh, directly when he says in Romans chapter 1 verse 24, after saying that people saw God but they refused to worship him as God, he says in 24, so God abandoned them. Now, this is the New Living Translation. I actually like uh, the more literal translations. God gave them over to do whatever shameful things their heart desired. God gave them to their own hearts in verse 26. That's why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. God gave them over to their desires. And then again, in verse 28, since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. He gave them over to their own mind. God reaches a point where he allows sin to take its full effect in us. He gives us over to our lustful heart. He gives us over to shameful desires. He gives us over to a reprobate 
mind. None of which are things that he placed in us. They're things that we sought out ourselves. God's patience reaches a point where he says, if you want sin, have sin with its full effects. And then, Hosea chapter 3. The Lord said to me, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them. When Hosea found Gomer, she had apparently been um, enslaved to a certain man. That man was done with her, and he chose to sell her as a slave. Hosea scraped money together and bought her back. Even though she was his wife, Hosea purchased her again, just like Christ purchased his church, his own, but still needed to be purchased with his blood. Then Hosea took his children and he gave them new names. God restores. What we see here, Hosea chapter 2, verses 18 20 to, to 20. On that day I'll make a covenant with all the wild animals and the birds of the sky and the animals that scurry along the ground so they will not harm you. I'll remove all weapons of war from the land, all swords and bows, so you can live unafraid in peace and safety. I'll make you my wife forever, showing you righteousness and justice, love and compassion. I'll be faithful to you and make you mine, and you will finally know me as the Lord. You see, God's patience will allow sin to have its full effect in us, but God still loves us. He still seeks us out. He still wants to restore us. What in your life does God need to restore today? Turn to Him. Ask Him. He will give you something new. Like, follow, and subscribe, and share on whatever platform you used to listen to this devotion. Tomorrow, we'll ask, what do we do when our leaders fail us?